This year hasn't been completely good for me. It was good, but now it's getting a bit suspect. The way that the Brooklyn Nets went out, I'm so pissed off about. Did you see the toe on the, the line? Like, that's the thing that really irked me. I felt like KD had a three, and then they gave him a two, and that's it. That's all she wrote. So what did the video state, though? Like, what did it show? The video showed that his foot was on the line, so it was a two. I just thought it was a three. Had hoped it was a three. Unfortunately, it isn't, and now they're eliminated. So I definitely was wrong. So you should have made that bet with me. Well, I'll be honest. Like I wouldn't even consider myself winning that bet just on the fact that um, Kyrie wasn't playing and James Harden was playing on one hamstring, right? One one leg. One. You know how I? I sorry. I I just don't feel like that's that much of an excuse. It is an excuse to a degree, but James Harden has had a lot of uh, playoff failures in the past. So it would have been nice to see if he was at all possible to do something more than what he did. But I, like, I guess if he was only able to show up, that I guess that's as best as he could. But I, like the last play, I felt like he he gave up the ball to Kevin Durant too quickly, and that really irked me. But. At the same thing, that's a very unselfish play. Because let's be real, Kyrie would have taken that shot. But for James Harden to kind of pass it up and say, let me give it to the guy who's going to take us to the promised land, I don't see anything wrong with that. But you know that Kevin Durant was exerting himself really, really, like to a, a level that we've never seen him do before. So I, I think that him giving up the ball was him asking for assistance, and James just gave him the ball back. I don't know why, but Kyrie probably would have been better in that situation because you know for sure he would have taken oh, that yeah, shot, and that's what they needed. Exactly. Kim KDR. James Harden is most times, but not all the time. It's uh, it's sad, but you know all the parts of the Bucks and Giannis, so far he has stepped up. They did lose game one. To Atlanta, yeah. He can't He can't lose this series. If he loses this series, I'm going to be like, like everything I said about the guy is going to be true, man, it feels like. So I'm hoping that he can prove me wrong, hopefully for his sake. Ron, when you don't have a jump shot and it comes playoff time, you're whatless, you're useless, you're, you know, you're, you're nothing. Uh, you can't help your team to the highest degree, to the highest level, because you can't spread the court, you can't spread the floor. So um, they will lose this series. Um, I Oh, really? Yeah, I, You're certain of that? They're losing six, five or six. Wow. If they lose this, I think that his reputation is going to get so destroyed, it won't even be, like, it'll be worse than Ben Simmons, man. But, hey. But when it comes to Ben, Ben's, his, demons he has some demons man he has some demons inside of him he definitely does jeez but um again for him hopefully everything his off season is very productive so that he can get back to the guy that he was prior to this season it's crazy how scary it can go yeah he's the way how the fans were treating him after game 7 but Ron come on you can't be the second best player and in game 7 you only scored five points. That cannot happen, Ron. And you need to be <laughs> on the court to finish the games. Yeah, that that that's fair, man. That's fair. That's Ron. I could have gave better production than that. 
on that note, welcome to episode 11 of the Knowledge and Nonsense podcast. Episode 11, man, I'm real excited about this. This is uh, Undici. That's Italian for 11. Oh, look at you. <laughs> look at you being all trilingual. Okay. Hold on. Let me let me do my numbers. Under 12, cat, six, six, seven, eight, Owns. Owns. That's 11 in French. Owns. Do you know that in grade eight, um, for our awards in uh, our graduation class, I won the Italian award somehow. Okay. Over all the Italians in my school. How did you win it? Or my grade. What was the criteria? Honestly, I, to this day, I don't know. I feel like uh, everyone, they only gave out one award for each class or each category. So maybe because they couldn't give it to multiple people, they decided to give it to the highest earner that was not Italian. <laughs> maybe that's what it was. Well, you know what it is? You know what it is? Um the way how you described your pizza making skills, maybe so. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if that's the case. I I don't I'm not that great at making pizza, man. Like I I made the Chicago style, the deep dish pizza. That was actually pretty impressive to me. Um it tasted good. I, I failed once, to be completely fair, but it tasted good the second time and then I haven't really made any other pizza. All the rest I just buy, I guess. But listen to this. Like, Ron, a, the average human is making two types of pizza. Cheese or pepperoni. For you to make Chicago style, like, what is Chicago style pizza? It's like a deep dish pizza. So it's it like basically you make the dough. You put the sauce in the, it's like a cast iron pan. And you put so much oil that it's kind of like the pizza is getting fried underneath. It's honestly, you can't eat more than like a slice at a time, but it's really good. It, it, it's special, but it, like I, I honestly am intrigued by it when I saw it, when I made it and I was able to master it. I was quite impressed with myself, to be honest with you, but definitely can't make that more than, you know, a couple of times a year. This guy, that little uh, section of what you just said was so conceited Ron. like this guy said i'm proud of myself i mastered it like <laughs> ron saying his hey, pizza yo. skills are that nice okay chef boyardee whoa 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 chef boyardee come on yo i'm not making food for everyone i'm making it for myself you know and when you can master making something that you thought was really hard it's impressive in again. my opinion you know what i mean master hey man hey Oh my Yo. goodness! I didn't say. I said when you master something, I didn't say I'm a master. Like, come but on! You man. just said you mastered the skill of making Chicago style deep pan, deep fried, deep pan pizza, deep dish so, pizza. Oh, but yeah, I'm sorry. I okay. First of all, nobody has tasted it other than me and my fiance, so it could very well be crap. Who knows? But I felt like I mastered it, and to be honest, I've never actually tried any other deep style or uh what is a chicago style pizza so i don't even know if it's that good i just thought it was good based on my experience with pizza okay so here's a million dollar question when she when she bites into the pizza um is it a smile do you actually see her like chewing it or is she just constantly chewing chewing and then when you turn your back it's all gone 
Okay, so the first time she made it, it was, it was chewing, chewing, and it's it's not that good. And, and she was pretty frank. Um, I appreciate that when I'm cooking. The second time, she's like, "Man, it tastes a lot better." And I was like, "Oh yes, it does. I thought it was good because with me, even if it tastes bad, my pride will not allow me to throw it away. I will finish it." Okay, look at you. Look at you. Trust the process. Let's get it, Ron. Trust the process. <laughs> indeed, indeed. But where do you want to start, man? We have quite a few topics um, today. Like, a lot of things have been happening. I guess maybe let's just start with the first, the most, um, I guess the thing that impacts our life the most, COVID-19. Mm. In Ontario, Ontario, we're finally starting to progress to stage two um how are you feeling about this do you have any thoughts about what you've been hearing and reading um i'm just really happy of the fact that th these cases are dropping uh the number of deaths are dropping um everyone's doing their part and i understand a lot of individuals have their thoughts on this pandemic but you know, teamwork makes a dream work at the end of the day. So we have to um, everyone's doing their part. Uh, the thing that kind of sucks now is um, from reading a couple of articles, we actually are meeting the um, requirement to actually enter in stage three. Um, so I don't know why we are not going directly. I, I won't lie. Me personally, I know we're not going to go from stage one to stage three. Because that would be too much of a flip. We need a process. Trust the process, right, Ron? Um, mm -hmm. But the stage two better be like two weeks. Um, these businesses... I don't even think. No, no, but Ron, these businesses want to be open, right? They give them a week or even two weeks and then go straight to stage three. These businesses want to be open. They want customers to come in. They need to bring some revenue in. So give them two weeks is more than enough to adjust to stage three guidelines. Um, and yeah, let's let's overcome this and have this all in the past and let's move on to into the future. Yeah, it would be nice. Like when I when I realized that we had already reached that point where we were basically approaching stage three um, expectations, I was like, OK, I thought that they were going to open up everything this week. And then that would kind of accelerate things. But I personally feel that it's due to the rules that they already had in place. You know, the whole three-week window, in my opinion, is like a buffer. So that if there is any issues, they, you know, they haven't actually let us on. So, that it, like, this is how I originally thought it should have been. You know, like, they should have started scaling everything down. Like, as opposed to going to full lockdown right away, they should have started loose or tightening up restrictions until the cases got out of control and then they went super aggressive and then from that point on it should have been a slow gradual open so to some degree i do like what they're doing now it seems like it's a little bit more well thought out but obviously because we've been in this situation for how long now 15 16 months enough's enough we just want this done you know so it's annoying, but I, I can see where they're coming from. But at the same time, Ron, like I, I, I agree with you. I wish they did it like that, where they didn't go straight to lockdown. But think about this. We were in 
we went straight to lockdown gray black i don't even know the color anymore but we went straight to lockdown and cases were increasing so just imagine if we did a gradual lockdown um think of all the cases we would have had if we did it that process so i don't really i always can I compare it to like the situation like so my fiance uh, is like she has to have a gluten-free diet she has celiac um so she can't have any gluten I'm somebody that likes bread pasta like crackers things like that when I realized that our house had to have a lot less of that my first reaction was to you know go overboard and be like oh I can't have these things so I'm gonna have a lot of these things before it's fully diagnosed, and then I have to completely adjust my behavior. So what I did was, I, like I said, I went into overboard with my consumption of breads and crackers and pastas. And that's usually how people are when they feel like there is no hope of them getting, you know, um, what's the word, like... Or they're going to be in lockdown and they're not going to be able to go anywhere. I feel like in that situation when everything is locked down, you're always looking for a way out. You're looking to enjoy the things that you miss. And that happens when it's something is taken away so drastically and so suddenly. You know, if they had done it in such a way where it was a little bit of a gradual thing, I think people would have, you know, slowly start to understand like, okay, this is actually getting more and more serious and then they would be more accepting because they still had time to do some of the things they wanted. But then once you take it away so drastically, now everyone's trying to figure out their stuff. And because there is no one monitoring us, you could go to your friend's house, you could go to your family's house, you could do whatever. And then that's what caused the cases to go up. And there wasn't a vaccine at the time. Now there is a vaccine. I guess that's, you know, the the um, the thing that's really changing this significantly. But Ron, what Ron, and I always I've been telling you this from school. You're you need to think like an average person. You can't be thinking at the level of your knowledge, of your uh, capability, right? You need to remember that if they constantly let's say one week they come up with uh, okay, we're going to lock down restaurants the following week okay we're gonna lock down rec centers the following week we're gonna lock down movie theaters if they constantly did that do you know how annoyed and upset the average person would be oh man again just last week they shut this down now they're shutting down this like what the hell man what the hell like what's the problem and that's what's gonna happen ron and it's just gonna cause more uproars we're gonna have more protests more um mr skies you know so uh yeah just the average person you gotta remember the average person is really really selfish at the end of the day so they're just gonna think is this having a negative or a positive impact on me if it's a positive impact i don't care leave it alone if it's having a negative impact get rid of this i'm angry uh i'm not voting for you i hate you that's the that that's a fair statement people are selfish uh people tend to only you know look at what will benefit them, which is fair. So I, I can't even, you know, counteract that. You're, you're starting to do a really good job of making points that kind of uh, shut me down. 
But Ron, <laughs> I am an elite defender. I keep telling you that, man. I am an elite. Oh I'm on God, the same man. level of like Bruce Bowen's Ron Artest, Dennis Rodman. Stop this foolishness. But um, at the end of the day, I feel that if they had done that, the pressure would have been a lot less. They They have had pushback the whole time for being aggressive i just feel like an alternative approach may have been a little bit more conducive i guess but hey i'm just really glad of the whole fact that things are getting better um ron we're gonna have, we're gonna have to catch a movie together hey eh? what movie you want to watch i'm not watching a movie with why you, not man. what is this okay maybe not right away why not i'll wear a mask i won't sit beside you Six feet? I didn't see anything. Hey, man. Okay, yeah, we'll watch a movie at some point. Maybe in a drive-thru in separate cars, you know, or drive-in. <laughs> separate cars. <laughs> but, um, yeah, something else. The Bill C-10, man. Oh, man. A lot of people are in an uproar about this Bill C-10. It's getting, like, all the stuff I've been reading on it, all the videos I've been seeing on it. It seems like you're either on the side of it or against it. Like, do you know much about this? And have you picked a side? I like the fact. So with this bill, they're trying to promote more Canadian content. Um, I like the fact that it's putting pressure on us. Um, as we could see, hey, a lot of Canadians, when they make it big, they make it. They're really big. We got the Drakes. We have the Biebers. We have the Michael Myers. We have the Steve Nash, the RJ uh, Barrett, is it? Right? Canadians. How can you be that big if you don't even know? No, I, 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 Ron, you know me. I make mistakes. I'm not perfect. Right? But um, this guy made me, oh, my goodness. <laughs> but pretty much what I'm trying to say is, like, in all these, in, in that industry of entertainment, us Canadians, we do a very, very good job at it. Um, we're amazing. Yes, we don't have the amount of people that America does. Again, America does have a way. Their population is much larger than ours. But at the same time, it's putting pressure on us to, yo, let's do more. You know, we're just as good as them. So let's do more. Let's get our content out. And you know what? This is creating such a good platform because um, there's a lot of times us Canadians are trying to reach out to Americans. But now let's try to reach out here at home um it should easily be easier and let's see what happens but at the same time like let it be a section a canadian section don't be taking things off or removing things because then that's when i'll be upset i feel like that's what most people's fears are reading some of the things i saw in it, it seems like they're going to start discriminating or choosing what is considered to be canadian content versus not and they're going to start promoting those things. The fact is that like most of the platforms that people utilize in order to get their message across are things that are not necessarily owned by Canadian companies. So for them to expect that those companies are going to solely focus on improving Canada is kind of weird. I feel like what they should do is probably start to try to build you know, digital platforms that are comparable to the Facebooks or the Amazon Primes or the Netflixes or YouTubes or Googles if they want people to really start using those things. 
that that is my thing with this like the idea of promoting canadian content that's good like obviously you should but there's so many gray areas it appears like companies like netflix they're asking the question like what is considered canadian content you know what i mean like they have shows or like or movies with cast members or that are mostly Canadian, or it was filmed mostly in Canada, but allegedly it doesn't actually qualify as something that's determined to be Canadian content. So it's like they need to iron that part out. But my thing is that if they are now going to discriminate about like what is Canadian versus non-content, like what happens to the people that post on YouTube? What happens even to a podcast like this? Is this going to be considered Canadian content? Like. People need to understand. People need some clarity on this. I just think, um, again, have a, maybe a section where it's, I don't know, call it Canadian strong so it can be, oh, it was filmed here in Canada or there's actors, but don't remove things. Just add a section. And then I think that's an easy, because Ron, if you could create a brand new platform, I don't see a lot of people tuning into that because it will only be Canadian there will only be Canadian content. So I think a lot of individuals may be a little annoyed because let's be real. Like, for instance, if you're a sports guru, right, and it's uh, a platform just about Canadian athletes. Do you really think a lot of individuals will use that? No, not really. You know, if it's better than what we typically use, people will always use it. It's like, look at Crave. Look at uh, CVT, CB, CTV has something now, like a, a platform that they post all their shows. CBC Gem. They have these channels, you know, that have these, like, shows on them. You know what I mean? And it's like those, show, those um, platforms are not necessarily as good as the ones that we use. You know what I mean? Like, there's always something missing. In a sense, it's like they're trying to... I guess, control the market, but what they're offer, offer, offering us is not necessarily better than what we can get from elsewhere. You know, if they improve what we are being offered, then that is something that we would be able to, you know, accept and enjoy. Look at something like this. This reminds me of like the cell phones, Bell, Rogers, and Telus. They basically control all of the Canadian te uh, like tele telephone like communication, yeah. like all of that. And they don't necessarily feel the need to, you know, I guess get better in a sense because they know they have no competition. All the smaller companies like the Fidos, the public mobiles and all that, they own them too. So ultimately there's no incentive for them to improve. And by you now minimizing or putting certain restrictions on the companies that are outside of here so that they can be more Canadian focused. Like, why don't you just determine or create your own platforms that are more Canadian focused so that they can compete with the Netflixes, you know, the Amazon Primes so that we don't have to go to them. That's what they should be more focused on because all I see with this by them restricting, restricting and promoting certain things it, it, like, honestly, it's a very, you know, like, it's a fine line that they're treading on. And it can cause a lot of problems. And because it's not that clear, I think that that is another thing that causes even more problems. Ron, a prime example in my eyes is Disney+. Plus. 
um that platform that platform came out um and everybody everybody loves disney everyone has a favorite all-time disney show but as you saw disney had to purchase um other companies right other networks to become bigger they purchased star um they also got the simpsons right um they just had to get bigger because if you just stay in this one lane sooner or later people are going to you know try a different lane um look at netflix netflix still has disney content on their platform they have shows from many other platforms on that so that's why everyone will always go to um netflix because they just have an unlimited amount of options and that's the thing don't limit people once you limit people and you try to put that restraint on them that's when they'll start you know fighting back but that's but that's what the plan seems to have. And what my concern is, is like the company, the bigger companies are probably going to stand their ground and probably say no, which then will, you know, in a sense, make it more of like a communist type thing, a country where we don't necessarily have access to other countries stuff. You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine if all of our, you know, there's no more Google. It's like Google or something, the Canadian <laughs> Google. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if it's like that. Everything is controlled by the Canadian government, you know, promoting our stuff first before everything yeah. else. Like, what, 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 what sense is that? You know, like, if you, what you're doing is that much better, people will already, you know, go to that. But, hey, man, like, I, I don't know how this got passed. I feel like from what I'm seeing, there's a lot of opposition towards this. So whether if this is something that gets written into law, that is going to be a huge, huge day in Canada's history, man. I want to see how this would play out. Hopefully, it doesn't necessarily pass. Hopefully, Canada starts, you know, trying to, you know, finance these things themselves so that they do become bigger than the Netflixes, like I said, the YouTubes, the Amazon Primes, all that type of stuff. That's what they should do. See, if I saw um, more production of Canadian shows, then I'll be all for it. But as of right now, again, I don't see anything happening right now. So um, I'm not for it. Not one bit. As of right now, no. But I do think it will be something great in the future. Um, it will for sure help um, Canadians and it'll empower them more to, hey, you know what? I can either become big here or become big in America or Europe or wherever. So it's just more opportunities for everyone. I'm, I'm cool with it. It's like they're just yeah. Go I ahead. I was just gonna say. Remember when Target came down to Canada and everybody was going crazy, mm -hmm. but again, um, it didn't work out. And I feel like if you're not properly prepared, it will be the same thing. Um, so just be smart with everything. It it the 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 thing is that they're changing the rules in order to benefit them in this situation. Something like, you know, the real estate market, that's something where I feel like if they implemented rules like this, it could be beneficial to us. You know, like we are in this country, some people in this country are getting priced out of the housing market, you know, because of outside influences or big companies. Why not in that realm start assisting Canadians? You know what I mean? Like they're picking and choosing when they do it. They feel like this for the broadcast rights will actually help 
you know, that those companies compete in this market. But then in other aspects where it does actually impact regular Canadians, they don't necessarily care. I don't think that makes much sense. I feel like they're picking and choosing their battles. This is something that, in a sense, is kind of filtering what it is that we can see and what information we can get. If they're not, like, most people don't trust politicians. So I don't, I don't personally think that they're doing this for any reasons that aren't, that are positive primarily to the general masses. There has to be, like, you know, like these guys always plan 10 years into the future, man. They do one move. It's like for a bigger chess move 10 years down the road. So we just got to watch this and see what they're doing. See what they're trying to get across before we see if we actually accept this or not. Yo, hey, if they can find a way to get a Disney World here in Toronto, I'm all for it. I'm okay with a bro. What? What? I'm okay with a Canadian Disney World. I'm cool with that. If they want, nah, nah, we don't need that. What here. they have? They have Disney World all over. You know, Disney World in Europe, uh, Disney World in Asia. Come on, a Disney World in um, we need a Disney World here in Canada, and let's just do straight Canadian shows. Hey, bro, this wait, Disney World in Canada and do Canadian shows. You mean like a Disney Plus or something? Okay, so you, or a studio. So you know how there is um, there's a Disney World, not only in America, not only in Florida, right? But there's other ones. All yes, over the Tokyo, world, right? Paris. Yeah. Yes, to, to and then their content on those shows aid. Um, it it relates more to those people in that environment. So what I'm trying to say is. Why don't we, why doesn't Disney, I like you, I want you to catch how I said we. So Disney, you can work with myself and Ron, right? And we can all come together this guy. and somehow bring a Disney world here to Toronto. Ron, you're- the, the issue, remember, these guys are trying to regulate those people. That's what this thing is doing. So then they, the Disney would have to come here and also they would have to work within the rules to publish Canadian content or else they're not going to cater. They're not going to allow So it. all you do is you make sure that, I guess oh, one of the rules will probably be more than 50% of whoever works. But if you're Disney, why do you have to adhere to that? You're bigger without the Canadian government. You know, you're, you're big enough to do this stuff without Ron. them. So then why are they trying to regulate you now in their country? Ron, this, is, this is just like our pitch assignment. I'm pinching to Disney. Just help me out here. Help me out. Bro, I can't help you, man, because it doesn't matter. Because they still have to pay. There's so many rules that they would have to adhere to. And they're not even clear yet. Hey, Disney, when you guys are trying to cut that deal, bring me in a meeting and I will help you out guarantee this guy is something else man uh you're you're something else <laughs> okay man so um i saw something that's pretty interesting um i saw this uh it was it's called the fan system in germany so in germany so it's something similar to what the beer store does when you return your empties they actually give you money for recycling your plastic bottles that is something that I feel like they should start bringing here, man, because the amount that people litter is insane in this country. Not too far from where I live, there's like a big 
there's a set of trees. I don't want to call it a forest, but there's just like a bunch of trees. And people just dump so much garbage in there. I see tires. I see clothes. I see like bottles like crazy. A fan system in Canada where people actually can get money for returning their empties is required here, I feel. I personally don't think it would work. Um, oh my goodness, man. People do it for empties, man. Hold on. Let me explain why. Do people really drink out of plastic bottles as much? No. I I feel like quite a few people do over here. I, I personally, I don't see it as much anymore. I see everyone because everyone's thinking, oh, you know, the plastic and the heat and the the, the mini plastic particles are going to get in my liquid. So a lot of people are trying to stay away from plastic bottles. And then, Ron, we also got to think, like you said, you saw tires and T-shirts. That's different than, you know, plastic bottles. Um, and then think about that, like to drive to one of these machines. And we got to remember, we don't have them as of yet. So now. Obviously, if it does come to Canada, they're not going to have many. They're only going to have a few selected ones. So for someone to drive, but they can do it like empties, but no, like empties at the beer store. You go to the beer but store. How many beer it's stores at the beer are there? store. There's a lot of beer stores. There's, but if you put it at grocery stores, then that solves the issue. But why would a grocery store want to pay the money to have that installed and have to worry about, OK, uh, our bins full with all these plastic bottles. Now we got to bring it somewhere. Why does a company because they give it back to the actual companies that make the water bottles, but it's it's like a recycling thing where they reuse the bottles for whatever they send it to them. They take them and do it. That's what people return empties for. When you return the empties, they reuse the stuff. So if you know that, hey, this machine is there, they're going to come and clear it up every so often. Would you care if it's there? Ron, it, it, it's it's a headache. If I'm a grocery store owner and I already know that, hey, I'm a need and I know everyone needs to come to my store, why add another? Sometimes, you know that saying, if it's if it's working, don't fix it. Um, So a grocery store is going to make its money. So why try to add and branch out to different things? It's all about the betterment of the society. I I personally think that littering is done by lazy people. Don't get me wrong. I used to litter. But everywhere you go, there's garbage cans. You can hold on to bottles. You can do all this stuff. People just litter because they can't be bothered with holding on to a bottle for a couple, like maybe, what, 10 yards to throw it in a garbage bin. You know, that that's a problem. I feel like if you reward this type of behavior, this would encourage more and more people to return it. You know, like there are people out there that actually make money off, you know, picking up other people's empties and returning them. Like this is something that I feel like could be beneficial for the environment and it could help you recoup some of the money that you spend on water because I feel it is a bit silly to pay for water bottles. So if you're getting a water bottle, you might as well recoup some of the money. I just think, and think of all the gas you have to spend. Bro, man, the it's air. not that Ron, serious. It's, it's a man. two-headed It's not egg. that serious. You're going to drive. Everyone goes to grocery stores. Just drive to the grocery store with your empties and dump them in before you go and shop. Done. You make a couple of extra cents. Maybe now you can use it in the grocery store too. I, it's a win-win. I I think it's whatever. I still think 
um it's just a waste of time and a waste of money i just at hey everyone just put your bin just put your bottles in your blue bin um yes this is a cool incentive but sooner or later everyone's gonna like when we go grocery shopping we know an additional three dollars won't help right bro like it does yo you do you return empties now and then i do okay when you return empties and you're gonna go buy beer if you have enough that's one beer that's not covered that's covered you don't think that that's a kind of worth it but alcohol and groceries are a little different because you know what is different you know, about them. when you buy alcohol you're going in with the mindset okay i'm only going to spend like 30 dollars when it comes to groceries you're going in what with if the you mindset have a party of, huh what if you have a party well, you well. That's why everyone divvies up, and it's a bob. You know, bring your own booze. Not everyone does that, right? But I'm just saying, with groceries, you know, your mindset isn't my budget. Your mindset is, I need to get certain things to survive. So, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, why don't you make a make me. a pitch to um, Doug Ford, Dougie? Yeah, Dougie F. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a pitch to him. All right, so you make a pitch to Dougie, and I make a pitch to um Disney. Bro, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's see how this goes, and then this, I think I think Ron, remember, one of them should work. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I do think you 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 won't even recycle your bottles, so will it even work? No, no, no. ridiculous. But at Disney World, they have that talking, moving garbage can. That bro, is an what is this? Bro, we're talking about broadcasting. We're not talking about Disney World. We already have Wonderland here. We only need a Disney World here. Ron, no, no, I'm just... What does that have to do with anything? No, no, because it was just an idea. We're trying to be Canadian content, so why not have a Canadian Disney World? But their issue is broadcasting. No, no, I know that. I'm just thinking, Ron, you know me. I'm, I'm, I'm an artist. I like to think outside the box. Bro, you're outside the box alone right now. I am so lost. <laughs> I try to be outside the box, but there must be another box somewhere where you're inside. <laughs> you're you're just like somewhere. I don't know. But um oh my goodness, another video I saw, bird behavior I saw somewhere. I don't know. I saw a post it was on Instagram on the West African Man page. Uh, there was this girl talking about how how her partner, she was in a relationship with somebody, and then he ended up bringing her into a certain lifestyle. So this lifestyle, I'm assuming, was a, a little bit more high value where she had a Benz. She had like a, a nice house. I guess she had certain things that now when she's no longer with the person, she expects that the person will allow her enough time to adjust to them no longer being together. It was just a very weird, weird thing. So my question to you, Mike, is if you were in a relationship with a girl and it didn't work for whatever reason and you helped her get to a certain lifestyle, do you think it's your responsibility to ensure that she has enough time to adjust to you two breaking up and you no longer supporting her lifestyle? Or should she just fend for herself when you guys are no longer together? So I'm the I'm the rich one in this relationship, right? So you're the rich yes. one and you brought her up. All right. That's all that matters. I'm the rich one. Um, 
<laughs> in this situation, because she said when they broke up, they were on good terms still. Okay. Um, I have been in a situation where my ex and I are still on good terms. So, yeah, I would help. I would help them out, but only to a certain degree I would help. Like, I'm, not, I'm still not going to treat her as my girlfriend. I got to make way for another girl. Um, Wait, so you're going to finance somebody's life that you're no longer in a relationship with? No, no, like, I'll, I'll support, not finance. I'll support. So what, what, do, what does support mean, though? Like, to you, what does support mean? So if she's living at my house, I'm letting her, I'm giving her, like, a month, you know, so you could still use the house. What if she says she needs three months or six months? What would you do then? I'm giving her a month. What would you do if she says she needs six months? Ron, I'm giving her a month. So what would you do if she says she needs six months? You say you're giving her a month, but if she's in that situation where she's not leaving, what would you do then? Then I'd probably have to call her parents and tell her, yo, your daughter, um, she got to go. Sorry. We didn't work out. Um, I did give her an extra month to stay here, but, you know, enough is enough. Why would you even give her a month then? Be- again, she's she's a friend. You know, you're supposed to be there for your friend. Again, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go in my pocket and give her money, right? But it also it matters, Ron. Like if she was there for me during my rough times, if she's somebody that I can still talk to, if she was just there as a strong, supportive individual, Ron, for sure, for sure, I'm not gonna just abandon her completely forget about her so let me give you another scenario you and i are friends right yeah okay why I'm are you hard even asking on, that question uh, no no i'm just asking you right oh. so you i'm having a hard time i'm having like a rough time and you're paying my bills let's just say for six months we live together you're paying everything then you and i are no longer friends near the end of the six months you know i have no money what would you do but you see, that's the tricky thing because you said we're no longer. No, no, no. Friends. What would you do? No, 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 no. We break, we're done. We're done being friends. I, in my opinion, if you're no longer in a relationship with someone, there's only so long that you guys are actually going to be truly friends. Okay. Yeah. So if you're no longer friends, what happens? You're gonna just allow me to stay there for six months a month. Ron, if me and you were like roommates, and and I was paying for everything. And then something happened that that destroyed our friendship. Oh, then you got to go the, the next day or the night of. Exactly. But the, the, if but, you and I do not break or not in a relationship, you need to get hit the road, Jill or Jack or whoever. No, no. Get but, the hell out of here. Ron, but look, you said something key. You said that even if you guys break up, no matter what type of breakup it is, there's only going you guys are uh, that those two individuals will only be friends for just a certain period of time. So for that certain period of time, you know, I will help. Like, yo, let's just say, like, I know, okay, I know of a couple, right, where the guy was always pushing, pushing, pushing for greatness. He always, he wanted to do something with his life, right? But his girl was a little bit on the lazy side, you know, like, she, um because of this pandemic, you know, she's, She's in school, but she wouldn't try to do anything. She said that she wants to, you know, open up her own business or read. Like, she doesn't, she wouldn't even want to read a book or read any of her school content. So, 
he kind of got tired of that. And he's like, okay, you know, what? if you're not, um, if you're not an ambitious person, if you're not setting goals and try to strive for them, I can't deal with that. I need someone to match my energy or exceed it, right? So in those situations, again, if and they broke up because of that, right? But because of that type of breakup, you still, you know, hey, you can stay here for a month or so. I'm going to help find you maybe a job or something that you could do to keep you on your feet. To keep Why you would you? But Ron, you got to remember, we didn't break up on a bad note. I'm just nicer than you, I think. Okay. Do you? Okay. So let's just say this. Do you think if that girl was in the same situation as that man that was talking, that she would actually let him stay there and she would pay for all his bills? You, based on what you saw in that video, no, no, no. Her personally, no, she's not. She's not helping. So then, why does she expect that he would do it? Yo, maybe she was. Who knows? Let me keep it. G- Bro, like, <laughs> I I just feel like this world is like some people, like you said earlier, selfish. They only see things from their perspective. They would like that behavior is kind of insane to me. If you break up with me, there's always a reason. Somebody is not holding up their end of the bargain. That's usually why people break up with somebody. They don't break up with them when the person is the greatest partner ever. You know what I mean? But there's usually a negative reason or something that happens that makes you break up with them. So then now we're broken up with and because you're accustomed to a certain lifestyle that I am helping finance. Now I have to adhere to that. We're not married. You know, we don't have kids. No one was cheating. You just didn't want it anymore. And then, but you still want all the other things that I gave you. That's kind of weird. I don't. Okay. Her in a her situation. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's super weird, but you got to look at it at, in the guy's perspective, you know, like Ron, let's say like, it's kind of like siblings, for instance, right? Like you can have a sibling and that sibling could be a complete nightmare, terrible person. But because they're family, mm-hmm. you're going to help. It's like this, Ron. If you and I, let's say there there are a few people that we went to school with that I haven't spoken to since we were in school. But if I see them again and let's say I won the lotto, let's say I won the seven, the 70 million. I would I would give them maybe a grand or two, you know, just because I know they were good. They were, bro, they were good. What in you wouldn't, bro? It, the only people that are getting that stuff are people I care about or people that are my friends. Nobody else is getting anything. So you're just gonna give like I like to do good deeds. So every so often I'll give somebody something, but I'm just gonna walk up to somebody I haven't seen in like we finished school in 2016, so five years, and just give them a thousand. Like what? No, oh no, I'm talking like a person that you were good with, like but if I'm good with you, I was I'm still probably good with you now. So I'd at least still be talking to you. If I did not talk to them for 5 years, how good were we really? No, there's some people just drift away. Like I want to name drop, but I don't want to name drop. Don't name drop, man. Like, but no, 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 whatever, no, but it's man. but it's like if I like that person I we haven't spoken since school, right? We obviously drift apart. But if I if I was at the grocery store though or the mall and I saw them there and then we were catching up, I would be like, yo, you know, you were a good person. 
you know, here's my good deed for the day. You're tripping, man. There are a few people. Oh, man, I could name like two right now that we went to school with. You're tripping, man. I low-key want to really say their name. <laughs> Yo, you're, so, you're, you're on one right now, man. You're just going to finance people like that. Like, it, it's it's madness, man. No, no, no. Financing like, is different. We're no longer, Assisting is something That's else. financing, though. You're giving them a place to live. You're giving them a car. That was the scenario that was proposed in that video. And you're just okay with that, even though you're no longer together? Like, no, like, that's part of the package. That's part of the deal. We're not married, so you don't technically own any of the things. I am financing it. And I would expect the same thing to happen to me. If you are financing my lifestyle and then you decide you want to take it away, I would understand that because I'm not part of that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, why do you expect these things? That's someone that sounds entitled or someone that thinks that everyone should care about them. That's that's not how life is, man. Well, if this was me, these are my last comments I'm going to make. But if I had a really amazing girlfriend and she'd been th- with me through thick and thin um, and it's just... We just couldn't see eye to eye. I would for sure take back the car, but I would tell her, okay, you know, until you get on your feet, you can stay here. But it's not like you're staying here for, you know, you're just staying but here But what like if they month. never leave? No, no, no. That's, that's, that's something when, you that's cannot I, control. That's when I get their parents and I said, okay, they, they got to go wrong. Bro, like some people's parents aren't in the picture. It's not easy. I've heard of scenarios like this where... They live together, and after a while, like it's like, okay, can you go? And they just say no. And what are you gonna do? the The house is in your name, or the the house, the whatever the place, the condo, it's in your name. So you can't. How do you get them to just leave? It. it they can damage the property. They can cause you all start sorts of stress. They they'll leave when they're well and ready to leave. And you can't say anything about it. I just am so confused by your take on this. It's it's very interesting. And giving away a thousand dollars to people that you haven't talked to in five years, that's kinda odd. But hey. I'm seventy million dollars richer. Uh, you know, I could I could give a thousand dollars. You're just giving it to people that you, you don't even know if they need it. What if that person won fifty million the year before? They never thought about you and you're thinking about them? It's an interesting world out there, Mike. Ron, this, the songwriter said, <laughs> when you love somebody, I don't remember the rest of the words, but when you love somebody, Ron, you really, really love somebody. Would you check the phone of somebody that you love? Like, would you like to go through their phone? Uh, Yeah, I don't see anything wrong going through their phone. What is the purpose of going through their phone? To snoop or just to use? Uh, To use and to also snoop. Why would you feel the need to snoop on somebody that you love? Because you're not snooping on them. You're snooping on what other people are trying to do to them. But if you love somebody, isn't trust part of the whole love Run. aspect? So then you could trust that person, but you don't trust the world. But like, if you trust that person, no matter what happens, you don't need to worry about it. Run. Because they're always going to do what's you know good by you. Ron, if somebody was talking, if someone was trying to spit game to my girlfriend, I know she would fight them off, but I still want to know who it is. 
So if I could see that person again, they're getting the defus, just like how the the that French prime minister got it. Bro, I, why why are you gonna fight people, man? You're too old, man. You have a bad back. Don't get into fights, man. It's not good. No, no, no. I w- I wasn't gonna fight them. I was just gonna, you know, talk. to Give them, them the defus. So you think that they're when you give somebody the defus, they're just gonna stand there? No, no, no. I'll talk to them. I'll be like, yo, what are you doing? You know, you gotta put them in their place. You gotta check them. That's what I would do. But Ron, you, well, Ron, I the, would want to know. You, no, let's. Anybody would want to know. Like, yo, you're 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 talking to my significant other. You need to step back. You need to chill. You you know, can't be doing that. And you humble. I them. feel like if it's getting carried away, then if your partner your partner would t- say something to you, I feel like sometimes you gotta trust them to deal with certain situations. The reason why I bring this up all to all those listening is the fact that there was a lady on social media another one there's a lot of things that i've been seeing on social media i'm actually like more active finally jeez look but, at um, you she was yeah you know i i keep getting into these battles on ig and twitter with things that i see and my sarcasm getting me carried away but um this lady was uh essentially saying that women like to go through their men's phones because they feel that they, when they cheat on their partners, they do it in such a way that essentially when they're cheating on their partner, there's an emotional involvement with the person that they're cheating on. Women are smarter than men when it comes to cheating. So they look through men's phones to see if they see any clues that showcase that their partner is cheating. The woman brought up some interesting points. She says she feels that when men cheat, it's almost solely physical. No real emotional um, attachment there, and not in all cases. But they, she feels it's a complete opposite for women. So the reason why I asked you about whether or not you go through her phone is just to you know get a gauge on the type of person you are. I don't personally think feel the need to go through my partner's phone. I think that... I should trust them enough. And ultimately, if they are going to do something, you know, that is considered, you know, unfaithful or dishonest, they're going to do it whether or not I'm looking through their phone. So why do I need to put myself through that all that stress? Sometimes, again, Ron, you trust that person. You just don't trust the other people around. You know that term um, workplace girlfriend or workplace husband? Yeah. Those things do happen. Um, so some, No, I, I know. I've seen it. Yeah. Yes. So sometimes um, some individuals take the joke too extreme. Um, and you want to, yeah, you do trust that person. But at the same time, as their significant other, one of your duties is hazard control. So if you see any pre, pre uh, anything negative, that hasn't happened or it could occur you need to stomp it out and end it but sometimes you're not going to be there sometimes you can't control certain things you know like that's just the way of life you're not always going to be in every single scenario 
So why stress yourself to that extent where you have to go through somebody else's phone to figure out if they are talking to somebody? And if they are talking to somebody, now you're going to read into like, how did they act? Who is this person? What did they say? You know, and then a whole can of worms gets opened up. A whole bunch of problems get opened up. For what? You know, like for what? I, I, I tend to believe that people give you clues that something is wrong or something is going on. You just need to be very observant. You don't need to even bother with looking through their phone. You can tell these things. Always trust your intuition. Uh, hey, but sometimes, you know, it's better to be safe than sorry. So, hey, everybody, if you need to take a snoop, take a snoop. But if you see Bro, something, you can do that, man. If you see something wrong or you see something that's a red flag, go about it the right way. Don't go all gun blazing and what are you doing? Nah, just go in and be like, hey, babes, honey, the love of my life. I saw this. What's up? Okay, but like, what do you consider to be cheating then? Uh, that's a question. Yo, for everyone is different, to be honest. Exactly. Um, that's why I'm asking you what yours is, to mine, be specific. Uh, anything physical. Okay, so like, again, that's pretty specific, eh? So like, kissing, hug, not hu obviously not hugging. So kissing sex yeah no no those are the yeah, things yeah those are all but again like some things you can recover from some things is going to be very difficult to recover from so um it all it all like even to the point where you don't love the person anymore or you're feeling you have some feelings towards somebody else i consider that cheated too okay like that's um what about you for me, it's uh, the emotional aspect, for sure. I feel like if you're in a relationship with somebody else, like, that's basically it, right? Like, there's no coming back. So, that's what it is more so for me. Um, physical stuff, obviously, I feel like with emotional, physical will always happen. But physical can also happen without emotional. It's just about gauging the situation. But obviously, it's not going to be easy to deal with the physical, knowing the physical. You know, that that's still going to be hard. But it's not completely, you're not completely able to not deal with it. But it's definitely something that would be very touchy for me. But, man, that 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 leads me to another thing. Would you allow your woman to dance? No. <laughs> I'm not even going to let you finish. Ron, that... Okay, so uh, let me... let. I know Ron's always putting some context and content to whatever we're speaking about. It's my turn now. So, yo, there's this video, everybody. And there is a man. And uh, he picks up a girl. And they're face to face. This girl's legs are wrapped around the man's waist. And this man is moving up and down. Yes, they have all their clothes, but they're like at some party and they're dancing. But that he has his girl front weight and bouncing up and down and up and down. And there was even a little swirl. Um, and then afterwards, he's done with her. He just kind of, you know, she leaves and she grabs her so-called boyfriend's hand and they walk and they leave. Um, 
so Ron, that's a that's a trip, man. That's a no no. That is that is so disrespectful on the girl side. So disrespectful. Um Okay, I, I guess like with the whole Caribbean aspect, you know, like the whole dancing Caribbeans, like I feel like that's kind of not not to that level, but I feel like that type of dancing is somewhat acceptable in that culture. I personally think from what I've seen or heard. No, no, it is. So the dancing, the whining, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I almost feel like when your partner is actually there, it's unacceptable to be doing it with somebody else. That's how I would look at it. Like, if I'm there, then that should be me. If I'm not there, I don't know what's going on. But that video, whatever I saw in that video is unacceptable to me. Uh, just the same way as unacceptable to you. Period. End of story. Yo, that was Ron. I would, I would be cheese. I wouldn't even be cheese at the guy. I would be cheese at, if that was me, I would be cheese at my girl. Because, like, you're really going to do this? I always feel like you should be cheese with your girl first. Because at the end of the day... In my single life, I've been in those situations where you don't know a girl has a boyfriend unless the girl tells you she has a boyfriend, you know? So, like, if I'm just talking or dancing or doing something with a girl and then a boyfriend just shows up, you know, like, is how am I supposed to know that you're the boyfriend? Take that up with her. She knows she has a boyfriend. She didn't say anything. A lie. Some of these dudes are wiling. Like, I don't know why you're getting so upset. I didn't know. Bro, it's... uh. It's very touchy-feely, man. I feel like usually it's a lot easier to deal with the man than it is to deal with your woman because most men, when they're really mad, they just want to be physical, you know? So you're not going to be physical with your woman, hopefully. So then the only other person to be physical with is the dude that you saw your woman with. And I guess that's the easiest way to deal with your issues, but you know what it is? It's a very weird situation to see that unfold on video. It was pretty trippy. Like the man picked her up, leg wrap her around. Yo, that's when you really have to, like, if she did that, you do not find answer. <laughs> you, you, you do not find answer. But let's say y'all break up Yo, over. That man, that man took her head. He's surely, surely going to continue Ron. financing her for six more months. <laughs> Ron, he held her hand and walked out. If that was me, let me not say anything. Let me not say Yeah, anything. just don't say anything. Just don't say anything. Huh. <laughs> I would be cheese. I don't even I don't even know if I would bust a tear. I don't even know if a tear would fall. I'm not even too I, don't I think, think it'd be worth matter, your time. It matters how much. It matters how much I love her. Like if I love her, love her and she did that, I would probably shed a tear i'd be like babes really she doesn't love you then and i was and i was right <laughs> there too mm -mm, i would ball but but the big question is could we recover me personally that no 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 there's no way there's no recovering from that i know you well enough that would you can't recover no from i don't that. know i don't know i would have to be put in that situation you know the only reason why i say that you won't recover from that is because it was public, you know, public humiliation. I feel like for you, when your pride is on the line, you tend to. This guy said I'm prideful. You are prideful. Nah, I'm, I'm Ron. I'm humbled. I'm good. You're, you're prideful, man.
<laughs> Do you remember our group chat recently? I would always tell you that Drew Holiday is a better defender than Patrick Beverly, and you were just waiting for your moment for Drew Holiday to have a bad game. And then look. Not, your pride was on the line. You know, everyone is telling you you're wrong, and then you're just like, oh, this is this is your defensive stud? This is your stud? No, no. He's, he sucks. <laughs> no, the only thing is that, first of all, I didn't say Drew sucked. Drew's one of my favorite players. Okay, obviously you never said he sucked, yes. But no, but what I'm trying to say is like, yo, like, I, for, I forgot who said it. I don't know if you said it, but when we were talking about it, you said what big defensive stops did Patrick Beverly ever have? So I said, whoa. Yeah, it was me. It was I was me. like, he has a few. But I said, hold on. If you're going to bring up that argument, what does Drew Holiday have? He has nothing other than the series against Portland. And I, I again, I need to see CJ McCollum's number. I need to see D, I need to see Damian Lillard's numbers. But I don't remember no superstar defensive uh, but, performances. But but remember what I was saying to you, right? I I said to you, some people are so good that you don't even notice. You don't see anything about them. They're just that good. They stay in front of their player for almost every possession. They get some steals. They just stop them from being their usual self. And that's how I look at Patrick, or no, Drew Holiday. Patrick Beverly, he's a good defender, but a lot of times he just gets in their head and fouls them a lot of times. So then it almost seems like these guys are afraid to attack him because there's a chance they may not call these fouls. And everyone that he defends... They always seem to drop 40, 30, all these points on him. But somehow, because of the fact that he makes plays, they give him defensive players of the years. Now, he's not like that. Back in the day, probably he was good. Yeah, he was right. Bro, it is what it is, man. But you are a prideful man. So if 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 I was there and then some guy was dancing with your girl and I saw it, like me, Mike, Kevin, Chris... Joe, we were all standing there, and then you took her hand. I think your pride would kick in. You'd probably start no, no. crying and run out of the room. I would if it was my girlfriend right now. Yo, okay, like if it was her, like yeah, if it was her, that that that's understandable. If it was her right now, we would have to have a ser- like like what I would do. She wouldn't see me for the next couple of days because I would need I would need some time <laughs> to blow off my steam. Then sooner or later we would have a talk about it, because at the end of the day, like, like if you really break it down, it was a dance. It wasn't like it was anything too crazy. You know what I'm trying to say? So like her and I, we would have that's, we would have a talk about it. But that's why I say it's different when you're there versus when you're not there. I feel like when you're there, that person should be dancing with you. If you're not there. That's where, you know, anything is possible. But I, my whole thing is, like, at least give me the decency to not be present when you're doing this, you know? Yeah, no, I personally feel that she... Because we don't know. Maybe this guy, like, maybe he was, like, one of those sloppy drunks and he was just terrible. And she's like, honestly, like, just imagine, like, he had a, a just a bad night. And then she's like, honestly, you know what? I can't deal with you anymore. We're done. And then she did that. But then afterwards, he sobered up. He realized he's wrong. And then he's like, okay, babes, come. I'm sorry. So maybe it was something nah, like man, that. Nah, man, that's, that's, that's us. That's us, man. I, I'm, I'm not with that scenario. No way. Really? 
if we're done, we're done. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not into that stuff. That's some petty stuff. Because then what if you do, what if that guy did the exact same thing? Would it be looked at the same way? Hell no, man. So let's just leave it. But that's a mod party. Ron, we got to reach one of them parties. I'm not reaching any of them parties, man, but it's all good. <laughs> no, no, don't worry, don't worry. I have something special for you. You're going to reach one of them parties. Stop this, man. But yeah, did you have anything else that you want to touch on today? Oh, I'm kind of cheesed at you. Why? Okay, so on the 22nd, shout out to my little sister. It was her birthday. Um, oh, shit. Congrats. Yeah, Happy birthday. So, and for your graduation, too. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. She's graduating this weekend as well. So, um, so you know, we had a little dinner thing here. You know, we invited all one, two people. So tell me how um, I was really lit. Um, you know, uh, thank you, Appleton, for the assistance. Um, so what happened was <laughs> um, I... I that was the same night when um, cause her birthday is on the twenty second, so it was the same night of the NBA draft, um, and I was really happy that the Raptors got the fourth overall draft pick. So you know, yeah. I want to speak to somebody, and I won't lie, Ron, I did text you at a ridiculous time, right? But yo, I messaged Ron because I'm like, yo, I hope Raptors get Jalen Green, you know, like that guy could help us win a championship, you know, just just imagine a Trey Young or a Devin Booker on the Raptors right now. And I feel, I feel like that could happen. So I messaged Ron. I'm trying to have a good conversation. I'm like, he's going to message me soon. This guy messaged me. Yeah, so what? Who cares? Like, I was so cheesed. I was like, Ron, really? Like, I'm trying to have a good basketball conversation. And he gives me like a, like, like, Mike, you're boring. You're bothering me. Leave me alone. I was hurt. Oh, my goodness, Ron. I was dying. I was, Bro, chill, man. I was, I was low-key. I was like, yo, Ron, I, you really going to do bro, me like that? Bro, I said I want green. I said I wanted green too. I just don't think we're going to get him because of the teams drafting ahead of us. So that's why I'm just so mad. Because I want him and I don't think we're going to get him. I'm sorry. And I didn't even reply that time. Yo, you messaged me at like 2 a.m. on a weeknight, man. You know I work 9 to 5. Like, obviously, I ain't going to, you know, be awake at 2 a.m. on a Tuesday. Like what? What do you think this is, man? Yo, Ron, I was. I'm old, man. Ron, I was lit that night. Like, like go. If you see my girlfriend, ask her. Uh, some of the things I was sending her. Uh, I was bumping country music, and I was sending her a one-two music tracks. Yo, Ron, don't sleep on country music, eh? Very, very good. I never said anything about country music. I ain't hating. I, that's for I sure. I even made a folder on Spotify. <laughs> Oh, man, Mike, what would I do without you? I don't know. But um, <laughs> on that note, yes, I hope we get Jalen Green. So if that's what you want to hear, yes, you know, I'm excited if we do get him. But I'll wait for the draft to happen. But everyone, thank you for listening to episode Undici of the Knowledge and Nonsense podcast. We appreciate you guys. Keep listening. Like, share, subscribe, follow, you know message us you know give us comments email us at pod.knn at gmail follow us on ig at knn podcast and on twitter on knn pod thanks again for listening one love one love oh